Sponsored by Rabbi Shlemi and Mirla Greenwald. This is a sikha from Lakota Sikhas, Khalikat Aleph, Parsha's Kisisa Sikha Bez. And the topic of the Sikha is that in this week's Parsha we learned the Pasak of Ayamar Moisha Vayikid Arts of Aishtahu. Moisha quickly bowed his head to the ground and he prostrated himself after the saying of the Yud Gimel Midasarachim, and we also learned the Rashi on it. And there are seven parts in the Sikha, although it's a very short Sikha. It's broken up into many parts. The Rebbe will, number one, say what it seems Rashi is coming to answer. Number two, ask four questions on this. Number three, say that it's something else that Rashi is coming to answer. Number four, ask five questions on this. Number five, present the key. The key to the Sikha is what's really bothering Rashi. Number six, based on this, answer all five questions. And number seven, present the Yenu Shotera in Rashi. On the Pasuk in our parsha, right after the proclamation of the Yud Gimel Midas Arachamim, where it says, Vayimayr Moshe, Moshe hastened, Vayikud Artsa, he bowed to the ground, Vayishtachu, and he prostrated himself. So Rashi quotes the words, Vayimayr Moshe, and Rashi explains, Kishara Moshe Shechina Iveris, when Moshe saw the Shechina passing, Vishama Kela Kriya, and he heard the sound of the calling, Miyad Vayishtachu, immediately he prostrated himself. It seems that we can say that Rashi is coming to answer the question that's asked in the Gemara, which is, what did Moshe see that made him bow down? And there are four questions on this explanation of what it is that's bothering Rashi. Number one, in Pshutosh Mikra, there's no question why Moshe Rabbeinu bowed down. For Rashi explains to us on the Pasuk in Parshas Bai, the same thing that Moshe Rabbeinu did over here, the people did over there, that it was for the good news that they received about the Geula. And so to hear, since Moshe heard the Yud Gimam he had to thank Hashem. And therefore, because of what we just said now, this leads into our second question. The second question is, how does Rashi know that Moshe Rabbeinu bowed, for that reason, maybe it was only for the good news that he received of the Yudgimim of the Sarachimim. And if there's a proof that he didn't bow down for the good news, then the question is, why didn't he? Moshe Rabbeinu should bow down and express thanks for the Yudgimim of the Sarachimim. The third question is, we know that the words that Rashi quotes from the Pasuk are very important because they indicate to us which words he's coming to explain. So according to our explanation of what Rashi is coming to explain to us in the Pasuk, then Rashi should have quoted the words, because that's what he's explaining, what made Moshe Rabbeinu do this. And he should not have quoted the words, Moshe. But we find that Rashi quotes the words, Moshe, and he doesn't quote the words, and the fourth question is, why does Rashi emphasize Miyad Vayishtachu? If all Rashi is coming to explain to us is why did Moshe Rabbeinu bow, then why does he write Miyad? And according to this, all these questions, because of them we must say that Rashi is coming to answer a different question. Rashi is coming to answer why Vayamaher Moshe? Why did Moshe hasten to do this? And Rashi answers that since the Shekhinah is about to pass, and he already heard the Kaila Kriya of the Yod Gimel Mitzrachim, and Moshe Rabbeinu didn't want to thank Hashem and bow down too late, he didn't want the Shekhinah to be entirely gone. So therefore he hastened to bow and prostrate himself fully on the ground. 
And on this explanation, there are also a number of questions. There are five questions. Number one, it's obvious why Moshe Rabbeinu hurried, since everything that Moshe did would be bizrizus, like we find by Avram Avinu, when it came to doing good things, twice we find that it says Vayemayer, that he did it quickly. It says Rutz, that he ran. We also see that it says Vayashkim, he woke up earlier. And this is especially true for Moshe Rabbeinu, that we know that because he was in the Sirashal, in the mitzvah, he was Nen Misa. And this happened when he came to the hotel, and he first tended to his own things before giving his son a brismila. And as a result, a snake came to kill him. So certainly Moshe Rabbeinu would do everything bezrizus. And so this is also obvious, and there's no need for Rashi to explain it to us. And this would be true even if he was only bowing simply for the Psurutaiva of the Yudhgibim So why is there a need for this explanation of Rashi? The second question is the order is the opposite. First, there was Shama Kaila Kriya, he heard the Yudhgibim and then there was Shrina Iveris, the Shrina passing. So why does Rashi say, and then Vishama Kaila Kriya? The third question is, how can we say that Moshe saw the Shechina? It says, Ram Moshe Shechina Yiveris. Hashem told him, Lo yisucha liris is panai gaimer, v'ahia ba'avar kveidi gaimer, v'sakaisi kapi yolecha ad avri, v'reisa sacherai upanai lo So we see from here that Moshe, Moshe only saw the Shechina after it passed, and only the back of the Shechina. And even that, Rashi says, it's only the Kesher of the Tefillin. And he did not see it when the Shechina was actually passing. So how could it say over here, The fourth question is, Rashi should say, Why does Rashi add the word koil? He says, And the fifth question is, Before Vayishtachu, there was Vayikud, like it says in the Pasuk. So Rashi should say, Miyad Rashi says, Miyad and he skips over the Vayikid. Or he should have even said, Miyad and we know Vayikid, and afterwards it was Vayishtachu, like it says in the Pasuk. So why does Rashi skip over the Vayikid Artsa? Now we're going to move on to the key of the Sikha. And the key of the Sikha is to understand what's really bothering Rashi. And once we understand what's really bothering Rashi, we'll see why Rashi says what he says, and how all of our questions are answered. So the explanation in all of this is as follows. We can't say that the question of Rashi is why did Moshe hurry? Since, like we explained, it's understood that Moshe Benu did everything with Rizus. Rather, the question of Rashi is the opposite. His question is, why does the Torah need to specify that Vayamayar Moshe, that Moshe hurried, that Moshe did it with Rizus, if it's self-understood? So now we answered our first question. We asked, it's obvious why Moshe hurried. So why does Rashi have to answer why he hurried? That's not what Rashi's answering. Rashi's answering something else, as we'll see. And because of this question, that why does the Torah have to tell us by Yemire Moshe if it's self-understood? So therefore Rashi explains that this bowing, this Vayikoid Arts of Ayishtachu was not like it seems. It's not what it seems like that it was after the saying of the Yudgimum the Sarachimim and it was done as a form of thanks for the good news. That's not what it was. But rather that it was before the saying of the Yudgimum the Sarachimim. That's what it means by Yemire Moshe. Moshe Benu hastened to bow down right away, immediately. When Hashem began to pass, when Rosh Veras, not that it was passing by him already, but it just started to arrive upon the arrival. And right when he heard just the Kaila Kriya, before the Yud Gimel was said, so the Torah is telling us, after the whole narrative of what occurred, the Torah doesn't want to interrupt that narrative, the Torah tells us afterwards, Vayamar Moshe, Moshe hastened 
to Vayikoid and Vayishtahu right at the beginning. So that's what Vayamara means. It's telling us when it occurred. It, ha- it occurred immediately. And this answers our second and fourth question. Second question was, why does it first say Rosh Chino Everis and then the Kaila Kriya? And then afterwards it says Vishama Kaila Kriya. Because Rosh Chino Everis is not that it was passing after the Yudgim Amidasarachimim, after the Kriya. But rather it's referring to the very arrival of the Shechina, which happened before the Kaila Kriya. And it also explains to us why it doesn't say Vishama HaKriya. It only says the Kaila Kriya. Because Moshe hastened in the bow before the Kriya. Just when the Koyla Kriya started, Moshe Rabbeinu right away, Vayikot Arza Vayishtachu. Now that we understand what it is that the Pasuk is telling us, it's telling us that Moshe Rabbeinu bowed down right away upon seeing the Shechina, this answers another question for us. Rashi first writes, Kishara Shechina Everest. What's the question here? The question is either why does Rashi write it first? Because even based on our explanation, it could have said, Shama Kriya Kriya. He heard the sound of the Kriya and he saw the Shekhinah passing because both of them are before the actual Kriya itself. Or the question could be, why does it have to say, Kishara Shekhinah Everis at all? It could just say, Kishashama Kriya Kriya. He heard the sound of the Kriya before it was even said. But now, according to this explanation of what the Pasuk is telling us, that Moshe Rabbeinu hastened to bow down right away when he saw the Shekhinah just coming to pass, and before anything happened, we could understand why Rashi writes these words. Because this explains to us a question that we have here. Why did Moshe Rabbeinu bow down right away, even though we don't find it elsewhere? We don't find anywhere else that there was a Kriya to Moshe Rabbeinu, and he bowed down right away, right before the Kriya itself. So Rashi says, since this was unique, because Shekhinah Everes was the fulfillment of Moshe Rabbeinu's request of Hareini Nos Kvedecha. So there was something special and out of the ordinary here. It wasn't just a regular appearance of Hashem with a Kriya to Moshe Rabbeinu. Over here there was Shechina Everes, which is the fulfillment of Hareini Nos Kvedecha. And because of that, Vayemar Moshe, immediately, before anything even happened, it just started passing. It was just the Kriya Kriya. There was no actual Kriya yet. Miyad Moshe Rabbeinu, Vayikar Artsa Vayishtachu. There's one point over here in brackets that regarding bowing down as a form of thanks, we don't find that Meshur Rabbeinu bowed down as a form of thanks after hearing the Yud Gimel Midasarachimim. So the explanation to that is that it's self-understood that he gave thanks. Like we don't find, many times we don't find that it says that Meshur Rabbeinu bowed down, or they didn't bow down when they heard good news, even though it's self-understood that he certainly did so. According to this, we can answer the third question. How did Meshur Rabbeinu see the Shekhinah? If he was told that he can't. So now we can explain how we can say Rosh Shechina. Earlier it says, When it speaks about Moshe being unable to see the Shechina, it says, Which as Rashi says, it means, While the Shechina is passing. But at the arrival of the Shechina, which is just a general seeing of its arrival, that he was able to see. And it's not a contradiction either to what it says, since it's only seeing the Shechina Everis, which is a general seeing. It's like seeing the arrival of the Shechina, and then he immediately bowed. So he didn't see in such a way of Riyas Panim. It was a general seeing of the arrival of the Shechina, and then he immediately bowed. But the type of seeing, which is a much more concentrated and focusing, that was, didn't happen. And also, when it says, Verisa Sacherai, where Moshe Rabbeinu saw the Kesher of Tefillin, we know that it was greater than this. Like we see that Moshe Rabbeinu had a response to it, because that was even greater than what he saw here. So we see that this is not considered Re'iyas Panim, and it's not considered looking at the Shechina the way that Hashem said he would be unable to. 
So this is also answered now because we're only talking about the Rosh Shechino Everis, the very arrival of the Shechino, which looking at the Shechino on its arrival is a general seeing. It's not the type of seeing which is more focused and concentrated. According to this, we can answer the fifth question. According to this, we can add that in Vayamar Moshe, which means that Moshe Rabbeinu hastened to bow down right away because of this special appearance of Hashem. So we can add that in this Vayamar Moshe is also included that Moshe Rabbeinu bowed down very quickly. And in such a manner, it was so quick that we wouldn't otherwise know of, even though Moshe Rabbeinu did everything bizrizus. The explanation is that it's understood that you can't compare bowing down to the king when he appears as he is, like it was over here, that there was the Shechina itself was a verus. You can't compare that to when the Shechina or the king appears in some form of concealment or you know that he is there but you don't see him. And therefore, when Meshav Benu saw the Shechina as is, so he quickly bowed down much quicker than the way he did everything else. And that's why Rashi says, Rashi doesn't say So Rashi is of the opinion that Vayikud means when a person bows his head unlike the Targum that says that a person it means when a person goes down on their knees So Rashi says to show that it was so fast that the Kida, the bowing of the head wasn't noticed because if we say that Vayikud is bowing of the head then it comes out that every time there's a Vayishtachu there's also a vayikid, because in order to, for a person to prostrate themselves fully on the ground, they also have to bow their heads. So Rashi tells us, miyad vayishtachu, to show us, because it was the Shekhinah the way it was on its own, as is. So as a result, the mehiras, the zrizos by Moshe was out of the ordinary, more than the usual. And the way Rashi communicates that to us is by writing, Miyad vayishtachu and skipping over the vayikid. So even though Meish Rabbeinu did vayikid as its own thing, and in order to add even more, he did a vayishtachu, but it was done with such a zrizos that you couldn't even notice the vayikid, and it was as if it was just miyad vayishtachu. From Yenush Altair and Rashi, according to this, we can understand why Rashi uses the term shechina. It's explained in Tanya that the name shechina is because it's sheichenes umislabeshes. And in our discussion over here, Moshe wanted to bow down when he saw the Shechina before it passed, while it was there. And that's why the name Shechina is used over here.